at a time. Hey guys, so as you may know, Sierra and I use uh, Anchor to record our podcast. It's really the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. They also provide you with creation tools, which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. The best part is that you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, I'm your co-host Sierra and welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. Find us on Instagram at makingsenseofsuccess.pod. Feel free to email us at makingsenseofsuccess at gmail.com if you would be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. Enjoy the episode! So today we have the world famous Kenzie Elizabeth our tried and true savior of the world. I will tell you that first. <laughs> oh my um, gosh, what an intro. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is how you are the reason why Danielle and I met. You're the this reason is why true. Danielle and I created this that, podcast. That really is the coolest story ever. Like it, it is like my favorite thing. It's so cool. <laughs> Thank you. So getting into the podcast and everything, we like to ask our guests um, some questions so that then our listeners can get a feel of like their perspectives and everything. So I guess we could start with the first one, uh, which is what does success mean to you? I think success to me is, I think maybe a few years ago, it would have been more kind of defined like career oriented by my career. But now I think it's more so of like, I would equate it more to a feeling of like fulfillment so whether that's like you know relationships like I've heard it said like you can tell how healthy you are by how healthy the relationships are around you so I think just having healthy relationships around me not in a way that I'm only happy if I have people around me but just in a way of having like real like raw relationships with family and friends and all of that like that's what I honestly care the most about so I feel like that would be it and also just like a it's more of a feeling of fulfillment and I feel like I am fulfilled through things that um wouldn't maybe necessarily equate to what like the world would deem as success maybe like numbers on a screen or in your bank account or whatever but um yeah, I think it kind of just changes in every period of my life, but I feel like to me it's more so about being fulfilled. Absolutely, and I feel like this podcast what we're really trying to do is show that there's such like a variety of definitions to success and also that they're forever like evolving even for an individual. Like in every phase of your life, success is going to look different because obviously um you have different interests as well and you also end up developing different relationships and even maybe going into a different career think the possibilities are really endless well for sure I was told by one of my friends I don't know how credible this is but he said (laughs) that um by the time like you're 18 and like 21 22 you turn into like 
a million different people and it's only like real plausible and like females because they developed during that time like the most and I thought that was crazy like two years ago I could have liked one thing and I could hate something the next day and that's like what success is it's all always changing and uh, maybe like one time if you were 18 you're like yeah success is like how many likes my twitter feed gets and then this year it's like oh my best friends are amazing it's like the craziest shift of all yeah I think I that's what I always just keep in mind is how much I'm like growing and evolving always and just having different interests I always talk about like not being married to your first idea and I also think honestly success to me is like my relationship with myself like I forgot to mention that but I think just like feeling like liking who I am and who I'm becoming and where I'm going I think that is I I think that's something you can't buy and so that's really really important to me but I'm also just like giving myself grace and the freedom to change my mind about things I think that's also really important yeah and involving yeah I was gonna say involving yourself in anything is more important than involving anybody else. Oh, for sure. for sure. So then I guess we can move on to our second question, um, which would be, what's the best piece of advice that you've ever received or given someone? The first thing that comes to mind is something, I know I've shared this probably a million other times, but it's, I, you know, for sharing it as many times as I have, you would think I would know exactly what it was. But basically, I was just going through a weird time and I was so like, kind of all over the place with just everything that I was doing and um like a mentor of mine basically said like you are you're trying to like be something that you're not and I in actually with me I was actually trying to make myself smaller but it's like if you obviously if you're trying to be something that you aren't you're trying to like fill something like fit this mold that you aren't it's so cheesy but like you're never gonna it's not going to work out ever. And so I think just kind of understanding that my journey and my path is not going to be the same as maybe my college peers or my YouTube friends or whatever. It was really hard for me when I was around like my college friends nonstop because I was like, oh, should I be doing what they're doing? Or I should be going out like and hanging out with my friends more. I should be doing this. And like, I was just working more. And it was just kind of understanding that, like, my path and my journey is not going to be the same as theirs. And, like, sometimes I can do more than them or I can't do as much or whatever it might be. And that's okay. And I think that's something, like, maybe, like, including myself, a lot of people, like, really need to hear. Because I think this society is so, like, pressured on comparing yourself to others and seeing where you lie in the bunch. Like, where, how much can you push yourself to see how much you can do but a lot of the time it's taking a step back and thinking like what do I really want to be doing what do I want to spend my time on and when is it time to take a break and yeah and see like where you're at do a self-check-in it's so important to like do those self-check-ins daily and make them into your daily routine but it seems like the hardest thing to do ever but it's something that like needs to be done Um, is there a way that you try and implement that self-awareness every day? Yeah, I I mean, I have a few things. I think if I am anything, I am self-aware. Like that is my absolute like 
definition. Um, I literally just got, I had therapy today and my therapist is like, you are so self-aware, but I think it, honestly, there's a few things that I do, um, but I'm just going into like kind of what, I don't know. I Okay. So the first thing would be, I am like really big on like devotions, quiet times, whatever. With that being said, I've been really bad the past few weeks and I've definitely been feeling a little bit off because of that, but that is huge. Working out for me is really huge because it helps so much like clear my mind and I'm just more focused and I'm more kind of aware of my day and intentional when I do work out. And then even just reading like fiction books, I find that when I spend time like with myself outside of work, it's always pretty much a good thing. And even though it may not be directly something that necessarily is like pointing to my goals or whatever that might be it's really good for me so I end up just being a better person basically so I think there's a few things it would probably overall just be reading and um working out and then I have therapy once a week which is really good therapy once a week is all you need girl I promise you that well it's actually not all you need you need so many other things but it's <laughs> one it's one of the things Agreed. love therapy days am I right my favorite Mine too. Um, How has working out played a role in all of your success? It helps me so much mentally. I am on like medicated for anxiety. I've had struggle with anxiety and depression like on and off pretty much my entire life. And working out helps me so, so much. It motivates me. It puts me in the best mood. It clears my mind. I'm way less anxious. I'm just overall happier and just better when I'm working out. So I think that it's crucial. Like it is so crucial for me to work out. I've been working out consistently now without like really taking any breaks or about it. Like almost no, definitely like over a year and a half. And before that I grew up in Texas. So like sports are really competitive here. So like I was always active. And so for like the two or three years after like my first two probably years in college, I was like not on my workout game. I would work out every so often I mean, I would work out, but nothing like it is now. And it's definitely been a very big game changer. So we noticed that during um, quarantine, you actually took up running. Um, oh, yeah. What inspired you to do that? <laughs> and yeah, like what inspired you to do that? I mean, I hate running. I mean, I don't anymore, but I've always hated running. And I That's think it's mood. because I, right? <laughs> I think it's because I associated it with punishment because in sports growing up, you'd be like, run a mile because you were late or whatever. And so I hated it. And I had never run because I chose to run, really. Like, that was just not it. My cousin is also, like, my best friend and lives down the road from me. And she was just like, you know, we have the time. We And we were talking about how we're picking up new hobbies. And she's like, we should start running. Um, we can find an app. And I think we could really do it. If we do it together, it could be fun. And I'm a very all-in person, so I was like, absolutely, we're doing this. And I was like, Alyssa, this is going to be a beautiful story of, like, redemption. We're going to start off hating it. It's going to be awful early mornings. And then by the end of it, it's going to be the same where we fall in love with running and we're so happy and whatever. (laughs) And honestly, that's kind of what's happened. Um, So it was really my cousin who, like, got me into it. And then I just, like, actually love it. It's very weird. Like, if you would have told me a few months ago that I would be running now, I would be, like, absolutely not. It's truly inspiring to see you do that because I always tell myself, and I've always been that person. I always set, like, an alarm. Like, I remember when I was in university, I'd set an alarm to see if I'd wake up to go for a run, and I just never 
do it. Whenever the alarm would go off, I'd be like, mm, maybe another day. But it's so <laughs> inspiring to see you do it. Well, the trick is, because I'll do that too. The trick is either if you're able to like booking a workout class or having a running partner, like you just need accountability. Because if not, I will just fall asleep. Exactly. No. And I think that's something that's so important having like a workout buddy in that way, as you said, for like accountability purposes. And then that really helps like reinforce (laughs) you to have to actually show up. Oh, for sure. I've really taken your idea of discipline rather than motivation to like the highest standard I've been slacking (laughs) but I promise you that I'm doing it like I used like to wake up at like five o'clock in the morning to go to the gym before work and lately that my motivation has been gone but this morning I did it and I was like yes my girl's gonna be proud of me I'm so proud I (laughs) I think the past week I have just been like so freaking tired like I don't know what's wrong with me I'm just so exhausted all the time so I'm not I'm also like still like basically quarantining in my house but um yeah no I've I've been waking up at like seven earliest lately but also like I don't have anywhere to go so I'm kind of like okay if I that's just x more hours in the day to like stay in my house you know true with um being like still self-quarantining um, how has that idea of discipline rather than motivation gotten you through the past couple of weeks? As you said that you've been a little slacking on the things that help you the most. I am not like fully quarantining. I'm definitely like seeing my family and there's a few friends that I'll see. And I've gone to like maybe two or three restaurants. But um, just as far as honestly overall self-quarantining and social distancing, whatever, Um, I've gone through phases where I'm either really, really like productive and on it or a little bit more laid back and chill and just tired. Um, Regardless, I get my stuff done. But I think for me, it's been really important to like kind of give myself grace because I'm the kind of person who will be very hard on myself for like the dumbest thing. So um, while it's a huge priority, like sometimes if I'm just not feeling great and I'm just so tired, like I have to allow myself to rest because I'm not even going to like the work if it's trash, basically. Um, So I've had my structure and I have my set morning routine. But if it's like a little bit later, so be it. Um, Really, honestly, besides this past week, though, I've been pretty set on my like routines and stuff. And it's been really good. This past week has just been all over the place. And I think it's, like, only natural, right? Like, you can't be so hard on yourself when something, like, doesn't go, like, the way you normally plan it right or something, or you just happen to fall off your routine for, like, a week or so. Like, that's being human, really. Like, we're forever changing, and, you know, we deal with things like this pandemic and everything, things that we don't expect. So, yeah, I think it's totally natural for that to happen. It's more important to give yourself grace when stuff like that does happen, because, say you do have an off week, you're going to be even more mad at yourself for having an off week. You're like, literally, what's wrong with me? This shouldn't be happening. And that is like the time to be like, you know what? I am human. I am allowed to have off weeks and like recognize it and just, you know, hope for the best and hopefully it doesn't last long. No, exactly. (laughs) So As the amazing influencer you are that Sierra and myself and I'm sure a ton of other people look up to, how do you know then when to disconnect? 
Um, I can honestly kind of sense it. I try not to get to the point where I need to disconnect. I try to like build in rest. So like what at least one day a week. For example, I just did a vlog week and um that ended my last vlog was Sunday and then Monday I had on my to do like uh, like film four videos. So it's like I'd been filming for eight days before that. Like I should have known to give myself a break. And so yesterday I was like, I need to just unplug and like chill out for a second. Um, but I try not to get to the point where I need to. I try to just like normally on Saturdays, um, I make those days like very relaxed and chill and I do things that like recharge me and refuel me. Um, so I don't really get to the point of like really needing it. Um, but with that being said, like yesterday I really needed it. So I just let myself, I basically cut my to-do list in half and moved most of it to today. And it was definitely a good mood. Or good move, not good mood. <laughs> <laughs> well, it puts you in a better mood, so it's the exactly. same. You know? <laughs> As for um, being able to have a consistent schedule and not get too hard on yourself, have you ever experienced a burnout? Like, um, I, I there's burnouts for everything. Working, working out, everything is. Have you experienced that in your life? For sure. Um, about probably two, yeah, two summers ago now, I had a really bad burnout and I just like wasn't taking care of myself. I was kind of all over the place. Um, and it was just bad. Like I was kind of like miserable, honestly. And I was so, I think it was kind of the time that I realized like that I actually disagreed with hustle culture in some degree. And so I was so focused on, just work, work, work and not taking care of myself. And I really burnt out. And so I feel like in the past few years, I've definitely been actively working at getting better. There's a book to help with the hustle that I always recommend. And then um, one by John Mark as well. Why am I forgetting what it's called? The Elimination of Hurry. That one's really, really good. But um, yeah, I think I'm just really more so about like, be where you're at when you're there. So when you're working, work really hard. When you're with your friends, be with your friends um when you're relaxing relax and I think like that's really all it is I don't really believe in like balance or anything I think it's more so just there's different priorities in life at different times and I think you always need to prioritize taking care of yourself and I wasn't doing that then um and it was not a good thing but I ended up definitely like learning so much from that and I just hope I'm never there ever again it's scary to feel a burnout or when you know you're burnt out and you're like, let's keep going. Um, it's easy to get burnt out and literally anything under the sun, it could be burning out of having to take a shower every day. And it's important to like really connect with yourself and be, like you said, self-aware to the point to be able to take care of yourself. Oh, for sure. And absolutely, like obviously everything you've accomplished, right, it's come from hard work. And it's great, though, that you've been able to kind of avoid that hustle culture in a way and um, be able to, as you said, I think in a previous podcast that we had recorded, run your own race. Um, Mm -hmm. So what do you think has been like, I guess, the most rewarding out of your whole journey and experience in developing as an influencer? I think overall, just the community that we've been able to build. I think about this all the time, but like, I love the community and that was my main goal. Um, Kind of just not even, I don't want to say it was my main goal because not that I really had goals going into this, but um, as this became 
as my like platforms kind of grew, I just always wanted it to feel like a very tight knit community. And I think that's what I have cared about the most. And that's what I love the most. Like my like people who follow me, like I really feel like they're my friends and like they know so much. And like, I always joke that the Facebook group is like basically like FBI, like it's unreal. <laughs> I'm like, how did you already figure that out? Um, but yeah, I think just overall the community. And I think that's probably like one of the best ways um, to go about like becoming an influencer in like this day and age, because I think we've become a lot more aware of like how we need to build relationships and everything and support one another, especially as like women in that way and young women. So I'm so glad like you have a platform that supports all those things and reflects them. For sure. It's the best. A community is something that not a lot of people have, even though it's such a widespread phenomenon. Um, And so it's nice to see that you do care about creating a community and it's not just something that was given to you and you're like, yeah, cool let's do this and that it's something that you really put time and effort into making people people feel included and safe in the spaces that you create yeah I really I don't ever want anything to be like I mean for lack of a better word like transactional that's just not me um I'm very much so like even I think just in my everyday life I'm very much so like if you're if you are a friend of mine, you are like best friend level. I'm not very service level with anyone. I'm really close. I really value my friendships with people. I've had some of the same friends like my entire life. And so I think that's kind of just how I am with people in general. Like I just really, really value relationships. So I think when you know, like building a platform, it was more so like I want to build a community and like grow up with these people. And there's so many people who have watched me since I was 16 and feel like we've grown up together and I do too like the messages I get every day it's like it's just so cool that people even care but also like it's just I don't know it's awesome like so many of my really good friends honestly that I'll just meet around were like followers before like we met because they like followed me on Instagram and now they're like really good friends of mine and I just like I don't know I love that that's so refreshing to hear you say that because I I think that's something like we don't find a lot of the time is um that sense of loyalty kind of in a way that's something I've always struggled with I think growing up like I've always been such a loyal person but I've struggled finding it in other places um luckily I've been able to like have like my friend group now and develop those relationships but I think that's something we struggle with a lot in in this time and age especially with trying to find ourselves as well in addition to that and then the find the people we want to surround ourselves with absolutely What has been the most rewarding platform to you that you are a part of? The Facebook group, I definitely love the most. I don't know if that counts (laughs) as an actual platform, though. Um, But I think, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to go with the Facebook group just because I feel like it's so tight-knit and there's so many people. I mean, like, you guys, there's so many people who are, like, really great friends now from Mm -hmm. it. And I just get, like, so many cool messages. Like, I've met people out and about who met through the Facebook group like they were like shopping together and they're like oh my gosh we literally met through your Facebook group and like that is the coolest thing to me so I think like most rewarding it would definitely be the Facebook group that is so cute I love the Facebook group guys everybody who listens to Kenzie Elizabeth needs to join the Facebook group 100% it's the best place ever really and truly it's so fun 
<laughs> so as we were talking about it, um, burnout, um, it's possible being able to balance, well, not balance, but partake in being present with all platforms, school, yourself. Um, is there any tips? Are there any tips that you could give the listeners to be able to juggle that um, with taking care of themselves? Yeah, I think time management is really important. Um, I am a planner for sure. Um, I think like maybe not in my personal life, but definitely work-wise, I am a very big planner. So I block out things all the time. I always just make sure for me personally, like struggling with anxiety, I know my anxiety gets really bad if I know I have a lot of things that are due or coming up. So I always try to stay ahead of everything because that eliminates anxiety. And then I obviously I feel so much better. Um, but I'm constantly planning. Like I plan my like devos. I plan my workouts and I have all of that stuff. Like I look at my calendar and I can see if this, like if I'm taking care of myself throughout the week, if that makes any sense. So I'm really good about um, just scheduling and making sure I'm taking care of myself. And then I'm really big on time blocking. And that's really helpful. I just have learned for myself personally, like what ways I work the best in and where I'm most efficient. It's not necessarily about like being quote unquote productive, because I feel like that more often than not is just like, like checking off. Like it's like when you have a to do list, and then you're like, you write eat breakfast just to check it off. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Things like that, which I'm so (laughs) guilty of, but I think it's just more for me about being like efficient. Like, I feel like I've really been able to get in the swing of things and just realizing what works for me and what doesn't work for me. Um, So it's kind of a trial and error. And honestly, like, I think I like for my experience personally, um, with like having, I've had like a desk calendar for like years now since university. And I find that's what like works best for me. So I think it's really finding like that specific, whether it be like an item or like an app or something that helps you literally like be able to plan your life and like find time to reflect and also like spend time with yourself. It's all you need really. Oh, for sure. So I do want to take the time also um, to thank you for coming on here again. I know we had some technical difficulties last time and we shared that with our viewers. Um, Would there be any tips that you had on like maybe, I guess maybe being more organized and with starting a podcast, what tips would you have for someone who was trying to take that route? Oh my gosh. First off, you guys are so fine. That stuff happens to everyone. Like (laughs) you're so fine. Um, yeah, I think as far as organization goes, I I mean, I've always been with a network, so I've been, like, extremely lucky in that sense, um, but, like, even for my, like, podcast Instagram, it's no, it's not what I want it to be, and so yesterday I went through and I, like, made a ton of graphics and stuff for the next few weeks, and then I kind of planned the feed, so just staying ahead, um, today I sent in all of my stuff to my producer for the next two episodes with all of the descriptions and stuff, like, I think my main thing would be like stay ahead and plan because that's really helped me personally. Um, Obviously it's different if you're someone who like, it's like you record week of every week. That's just not how my shows run. So I'm able to plan ahead and do that. um, And that's been really helpful. I just am not a procrastinator and procrastinating just like really stresses me out. If you guys can't tell from how many (laughs) times this episode. Um, So I just really try to plan ahead Um, And then I use apps and stuff to like plan the feed and that's really helpful. 
that's definitely yeah important stuff yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) planning your feed is like the biggest game changer on earth especially like if you're one of the aesthetically pleasing type of people making a sense of success is not there yet but i love you so much instagram is very aesthetically pleasing so cute Thank you, thank you. I'm totally changing it, but thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can't wait to, for you to change it. I mean, we'll love it anyways because it's authentic to who you want to portray. Thank you. And I did want to ask you another thing. This is from my own personal interest. Just <laughs> want to throw it out there. Um, but I did join um, one of your sessions with Daylet the other week, and I absolutely loved it. Kicking it with Kenzie. It was so much fun. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Um. But for someone wanting to get into Pilates, what advice would you give them? Um, well, first off, I'm so glad you came. Um, I, first of all, Dayla is literally the best. I love I her. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> so great. So I started, little background, I started going to Hot Pilates. Like, it's literally, the studio is called Hot Pilates. Like, they've trademarked it. It's their thing. So I feel like when I say Hot Pilates, people think it's a type of workout. Like, yes, it is a type of workout, but it's also, like, the studio um so I started doing that uh about over definitely over a year ago and I went like I literally this is a good example of me being an all-in person within like four or five months I'd gone to 100 classes like I'm very crazy about that maybe a little bit over that I don't those early but, mornings I remember oh, watching yeah. them always the early oh mornings <laughs> it's literally my favorite workout ever in that studio if you're in LA you have to go but um, yeah, I would go almost, I would go at least five days a week. I paid for the unlimited. And so I would like guilt myself if I didn't go all the time because it's ungodly expensive. Like I cannot believe how much money I paid for that, but totally worth it. Um, <laughs> as far as getting into Pilates, I mean, right now is a really good time because so many Pilates instructors are doing virtual classes. So you can just do it for free from the comfort of your own home and try it out. With that being said, obviously class experiences are totally different. Um, But yeah, like I do it from home now all the time and it's so great. Like it was just one of those things where I fell absolutely in love with it and it like totally changed my like relationship with working out and honestly like my body. Like I didn't even really realize it until like looking at photos forever ago to now. It's like it's totally from Pilates. But yeah, it was just such a good thing. Like I absolutely love Pilates and it's the best. You guys can follow Daylet. Um, it's like dancing. Da- I don't know her her username, but I always yeah, I think her. we can link it down below for sure. Yeah, she's the best. She does um, Zoom classes too. I know that she offers that for really inexpensive, and you can do it with her weekly. And I think that's so worth it because if it because the only reason I don't do them is because with the time zones and stuff, it's like yeah. totally off schedule for me, and it doesn't make sense. It's normally when I'm recording. But she does, like, the Zoom classes three days a week from the comfort of your own home, and she's just the best person. A ray of sunshine will make your life so much better. Um, And it's a great way to, like, support, like, a black female-owned business, and she's just literally the best person ever. So I would recommend her Zoom classes, honestly. I definitely had the best time. I started following her after um, the class that you, one of the classes you had hosted with her. And I can just tell like, she's so much fun and such a great teacher. Oh, she's the best. I actually think that I, like I was joking about this the other day, but I'm like, not kidding. I think I talked to Daylight more than I talked to anyone from LA. And I talked to my <laughs> friends from LA all the time, but I think I'd still talk to Daylight more than anyone else. But I think that's awesome. Like you're building relationships around you wherever you go. 
Oh, yeah. It was just so fun. Like, she's literally the best. As for um, beginning to wrap up this episode, um, we like to ask our guests um, about your favorite local businesses, small businesses that you are shopping from currently. Um, Just because Corona, hot topic of, you know, supporting small businesses and all the other things going on in America right now, it's important to not necessarily buy everything from Amazon. Yes, I actually have two. Um, one of them isn't local, though. Is that okay? Like local? Oh my God, yeah, of course. Okay, cool. So the first one is La La Land Cafe. I go there literally all the time, um, every single day. Like I, I already went today, and it's the best thing ever. I get the iced strawberries, <laughs> so good. Um, but it's awesome because they're an organic cafe with the. Pur- I'm trying to read this, so I don't get this wrong. So it says organic cafe with the purpose of hiring and mentoring foster youth. So first off, it's the cutest coffee shop. It's like a neighborhood vibe. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. Best coffee, best food. But they also like invest heavily into foster kids. I They hire a lot of them and then they'll hire a lot of them who are aging out of the system. Um, they're just overall like an incredible business. My second one would be Neon Cowboys. So this is actually a small business that people think that they're huge. Um, I, if you guys saw when Casey Musgraves went on tour and she had these like light up cowboy hats on tour, that was from Mm -hmm. Neon Cowboys. And I actually just talked to Asia Hall for the podcast yesterday and she's the founder. It's just her and her boyfriend. So cool. Another black female owned business as well. Like it's even more incredible, but they had, um, they have these like Neon Cowboys, like light up hats that are the best thing ever and like so me they're so ridiculous but they're so fun and I love that they also have a bunch of stuff like they have these cute dog hats too that obviously I got my dog on I'm so about this um they're great like she's so awesome I think what they're doing is so cool it's like a wearable tech company she's just the best but yeah those are my two current fave small businesses Those are so awesome. And I think last time you had mentioned um, two like small um, clothing shops for tie dye. Uh, So we'll definitely link those as well down below in addition to the two you just mentioned. Yes, yes. Love those. And then our last question would be, what do you want our listeners to take away from this episode? Um, I think me. Okay, I think maybe just what we kind of briefly touched on, but like like running your own race and kind of staying in your lane, not in the sense of you're staying in your lane um, to like make yourself smaller, but like staying in your lane in the sense of, you know, it's your own journey. It's not anyone else's and it's not like comparing yourself is only going to hold you back. Um, but yeah, I think it's just kind of like run your own race and you don't have to be focusing on what everyone else is doing. I really needed that. I'll tell you that. Rough day, guys. Well, we thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Um, if you wanted to let anybody know your socials, um, where they can find your um, videos and your podcast, just in case we have anybody listening that doesn't follow you or, and would love to follow along with your journey and of life through vlogs. Oh my gosh, thank you guys so much for having me. I love that you guys are doing this. I think it's the coolest thing ever. It like makes me so happy. Um, yeah, you can find me on pretty much every social media platform, Kenzie Elizabeth, YouTube, Kenzie Elizabeth, and then um my podcast is I Love You So Much with Kenzie Elizabeth. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.